Hey y'all, it is I, Raquilla Dene of RaquillaDene.com. Military spouse, homeschooling mom, communication stylist, and encouragement extraordinaire. Today, I just want to take a moment and say, it's okay to not be okay. I'm going to say that again. It's okay to not be okay. We live in a world where pushing through and grinding and doing everything we can to be productive or successful or even just to say we didn't quit is lauded as what adulthood should be. But sometimes we're not okay. Sometimes our bodies hurt. Sometimes our minds are struggling. Sometimes our hearts are broken. Sometimes we're just sad. Sometimes we're grieving. Sometimes we're lost. Sometimes you're tired. And at any time, it's okay to not be okay. I'm going to say about two years ago now, I was diagnosed with PTSD from the trauma I experienced in childhood. And when my therapist first said it to me, I didn't want to receive it. You know, I was very big on, I'm not accepting those labels. I rebuke that in the name of Jesus. I am healed. You know, just refusing to accept that I wasn't okay. That at the very core of myself, the things that happened to me that I had no control over meant that in some ways I wasn't okay. I could not accept that. And as time has gone on, as life inevitably does, it happens. Loved ones have died. Friendships have ended. Relationships have changed. My body has changed. New phases of motherhood. And there are some days I'm not okay. And for the sake of my children, because as y'all know, like we homeschool. So we're always together. (laughs) Other than my few little runs to Target or dinners alone or hangouts with my village, my friends. I'm always with my kids. So I was smiling through the hard days and pushing through to say we got lessons done all while internally melting down. Some days having to go into my closet and scream into my robe just so that I could get enough release to be able to make lunch. Not even really sure why, to be quite honest. And now here we are, you know, a year post-quarantine, still in a pandemic, death, despair, depression, all of these things are raging in the world, right? And because we have access to it on our smartphones and it's coming across the news on our tablets and computer screens, we're more hyper-aware of it than any other generation before us. The constant inundation of negativity and hurt, it affects us. We're human. God created us to feel. And some days it's okay to not be okay. I have to truly protect my space and energy. I've stopped talking on the phone unless it's an emergency or business that I have to handle before four o'clock during the week because I realized that even the voices of the people I love, I was using them as a distraction from having to deal with the thoughts I was having. I didn't want to deal with my own hurt. So let me laugh with a friend. I don't want to deal with why I'm overwhelmed or emotional. So let me talk to someone else. But how often 
do we neglect one thing and then everything else falls apart? You know what I'm saying? You can keep washing that car, honey, but if it's smoking, you need to get that oil changed to figure out what the problem is. Or you're going to have a clean car that goes nowhere. And as I took a few days to just practice that, I realized how many things I was pushing aside. I was able to be so much more present in my home. And in being present, it brought up a whole other situation I had to deal with that I couldn't ignore. And it's hard. And when you are the principal, caretaker, nurse, chaperone, teacher, counselor, PE, instructor, coach, all of the things to two children, you can't hide for very long because children are mirrors. And when you have friends like I have that pray and who have the spirit of discernment, you can say all day long, you're not talking on the phone, but the text messages are coming. And at 402, I'm getting a call. I've not been allowed to hide, but what I've learned in this season is that it's okay to not be okay. We need people. Now, I've said it once, and I'll say it again. I believe the reason that God didn't give me siblings in my household to grow up with is because he knew who he had waiting for me in adulthood and the relationships that I'd be able to pour into. And a lot of people, they have friends. But my true friends, they're family. Those are my sisters, my cousins, my brothers. Like, we're family. And lately, the quieter I've gotten, the more they've come to be my Aaron and her. Y'all, I'm going to be honest. Life is hard. And we spend so much time trying to be strong, trying to talk ourselves out of our feelings, trying to change ourselves to make other people more comfortable. Your tears are okay. They're okay. And if someone is uncomfortable by your emotion, then that's their discomfort with themselves. That's not a signal that you need to change or suck it up or not be a crybaby or stop being so emotional. However you feel is how you feel. Moment of transparency. And this is hard, but I know it's meant for me to share. I have been struggling with depression for a while. I'd say off and on for a couple of years, but it's probably been longer than that because I just happened to learn 20, 25 years ago how to disassociate from what was happening. But as I've been in therapy and I'm doing the work and I'm allowing God to fill those voids, to show me the voids, to show me the root of my hurts and my pains, some days it's really hard to get out of bed. You know, and I don't have a clock to punch. I don't have anywhere I have to be at a particular time. For a while, even that freedom to work inside my home almost became like a prison. Because there was no one to see me not be able to get out of bed. And kids, you know, you say things like, well, make breakfast. I've taught them how to make eggs and waffles. There's cereal. There's fruit. There's so many things that they can do to care for themselves. And I would say things like, oh, I just didn't sleep well. Mommy's not feeling too great. But the truth was, my mind was just telling me, we, we don't have it to give. Not today. Pull the covers back up. And in years past, when things like that would happen, I would summon my inner protectors and say, look, we're going to put on a brave face and get through this day. But I don't have that right now. The process of healing has shown me how unproductive that is. 
to just mask the pain, to push through it. And so on those days, when I feel like I just can't, I have to call my people and they know who they are. There are some of my sisters in life that I have had to text or call and say, I can't, I don't have the strength to do it myself, to just get out of this bed. And I mean, this is recent, y'all. This was, I mean, this last weekend, I had to reach out. My family was here. My husband was home. My children were up and I could not bring myself to get out of the bed. And it was two o'clock in the afternoon. And I texted my friend and I said, sis, I, I don't know how to get up and I need accountability. And she came through for me as strongly as if she was knocking on my door. And I'm so thankful. I'm so thankful that God's providence allows me to have the relationships that I have now, to have the trust and rapport that I have now. But y'all, I'm telling you, it's okay to not be okay. In this digital age where all pictures are edited and people look perfect, that's not true. I've had so many people say, wow, to look at your pictures, you never know that this was the case. To look at all that you've accomplished. I learned a long time ago how to look good on paper, how to smile for cameras, how to code switch to fit the environment I was in. But I'm in a place now where I don't have the energy. We're trying to put on a face or be a version of myself that is not authentic, takes energy I literally don't have. And I know that God's doing it on purpose. He's trying to break me from these habits and things that I've held to for so long that I thought were helping me that were really only a hindrance. The times that I've shied away from this podcast were because I was afraid that I couldn't hold myself together. But since I've been back, whether y'all notice it or not, there have been some episodes where I've cried almost half halfway through. But there's power in our stories. There's healing. How many of us have had wounds that we bandage and then can't figure out why they won't heal? Some things need air. It's the secret things that we hold in. Mm. The secret things that we hold in that eat us up and tear us down and hurt us the most. We all deserve the peace that passes all understanding. Not because we're good enough as humans, but because God promised it to us. Because Jesus died for it. I'm in a season of receiving every promise that he left for us. There's a shift happening in our world, in our individual circles of influence and within ourselves. And we can ignore it and fight against the current or we can recognize it, accept all the challenges that they bring and grow stronger in the process. But regardless of how we go about choosing what we're going to do, we have to recognize that it's going to be hard. And not making a choice is still making a choice. And I thought to myself, what if this was it? What if the end of this year was the end of my life? Would I die with gifts, thoughts, dreams inside of me? No, I don't want that. I want my legacy to live beyond me. I don't want any of my thoughts or words or hopes or dreams to turn into vapor when my life ends on this side of heaven. And I've been asking friends, 
You know, what would you do differently? How would you live? What are things you want to accomplish? As my attempt to bring the best out of them, to remind them to keep going. But y'all, this process ain't for the weak. And I'm constantly telling myself, you don't have to be okay. When people say, how are you? And say, oh, I'm good. You don't have to say that. And if you don't truly want to know how a person is, honey, let me tell you, stop asking the good people. Just say things like, I hope you're doing good. But don't ask a person if you know you're not going to listen or you don't really care. Because that person may have been waiting for just someone to ask so they could finally admit that they weren't okay. And if you smile and grin and, oh, okay then, they may never have the strength to say it again. One of the reasons we don't say we're not okay is because we don't know how to be vulnerable anymore. We don't know how to trust. And as a person who had a hard time trusting herself and still does some days, trusting other people with the darkest parts of my heart is difficult to say the least. And there are a few people in this world who know me. None of them know everything, but they know me. They know my heart. They know my voice. They know my struggles and my strengths. And even when I don't say I'm not okay, they can tell. And they'll give me the space to come to them or they'll just straight up front me because again, my people are my people. (laughs) Even even Jesus comes from my neck, y'all. He won't let me sit too long. And he talks to me the way that I talk to other people. So sometimes there's no chill. But I know it's all for my good. I say all of that to say that today is another day. We can't change yesterday, but we can rejoice in knowing we made it through it. We have no idea what's going to happen tomorrow. We don't even know if we're going to get to see tomorrow. So today is all we have. And if you have to take it a minute at a time, if you have to sit down and cry, cry. If you have to scream into that pillow and then lay across your bed and take a nap, honey, do it. Release those tears because all that you hold in, it doesn't just go away. Sickness, pain, fatigue, that is caused by the things that we hold in, that we hide, that we keep secret. The heartbreaks that we don't want to admit to. The mental health that is challenging us, the spiritual warfare that feels like it's weighing us down. The longer we hold it in for the sake of being okay, the harder the journey becomes. God will send our helpers, but they can't help if we don't tell them we need it. The Lord will be our comfort, but we still have to even be honest with him. My friends, it's okay to not be okay. Yesterday, I was not okay. So mommy couch confessions had to wait. But instead of choosing to set aside future episodes or to doubt the power of what this podcast has done, can do, and will continue to do. I'm here. I cried yesterday hard. I wept more times than I can count. I had to face myself and put words to my pain. It was hard, but I'm grateful. I'm grateful for a new day of mercies and opportunities. I'm grateful for the growth because even A few months ago, I wouldn't have had the strength 
to sit down and have this conversation with y'all. But I know that all things are working together for good. And if it takes me being transparent and vulnerable, because they're different, so that you can know and trust that you not being okay is not only normal and acceptable, but temporary, then I'll do it. Some things hurt a long time. A long time. But just like wounds and scars, once a wound heals and becomes a scar, it may remind us of the pain that we had, but the intensity fades. We'll always have that reminder of what we endured, but then we get the blessing of being able to rejoice that we were healed from it, that we overcame, that we are still going. So whether there's a heartbreak or a death or a relationship or just disappointment, whatever it is that makes you feel like you're not okay, friend, that's all right. Cry, talk to God, call a friend, write it down. Because the longer you let it sit inside, the more it becomes an infection. Oh, but once you release it, once you give it some air, then it can begin to heal. Then truth can be spoken to you. Then comfort can be given to you. And the light that is in you will see that that darkness doesn't have as much power as it seems. Don't give up. We're in this together. Not because there are people depending on us. Not because there are people who need us to perform. But because we were placed on this earth and every day that we get is another opportunity to do those things, to use those gifts, to be who we are simply because God created us for that purpose. So if he gave you a Colgate smile, baby, show all 32, 34 teeth. I don't know. I don't have them all. So however many teeth you're supposed to have in your mouth, if you have them all and they're shiny and bright, even if they're not, if your breath is hot, like flaming hot Cheetos, hit somebody with a smile. Because that might be the only one they get. If you're struggling to see the beauty in yourself, be reminded that you're here. That beauty is in the eye of the beholder. That you are fearfully and wonderfully made. And then compliment somebody else. It's not just at Christmas that it's better to give than to receive. But God has this amazing way of allowing us to be poured into as we pour out. And that's why I'm here on the couch with you today. Yesterday, I had to take all the sheets off my bed just so that I wouldn't get back in it. I mean, because I just have a thing about laying on the bed with no sheets. But that's the, that's the game I had to play with myself in order to be able to get up. Every time you feel like you can't, there's a way. When you feel like darkness is all you're ever going to know, there's always a flicker of light. Be encouraged. You're not in this by yourself. And the couch will always be here. So until next time.